Former judges, social activists, and others are demanding sentencing reform after two widely disparate sentencings last week, with a white woman getting probation and a black woman going to jail for committing the same crime. The fact that Ohio Governor Mike DeWine had no idea his Public Utilities Commission chief was paid many millions of dollars by First Energy has consumer advocates demanding reform in how commission members are chosen. And the editorial board of Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer endorses Justin Bibb for mayor of Cleveland. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, August the 9th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Two Cuyahoga County Common Police Court judges doled out disparate sentences last week to women who stole public money in separate cases, with a white woman who stole 250000 getting probation and a black woman who stole 40000 going to jail. The disparity reignited calls to create a statewide sentencing database to ensure judges meet out fair punishments. Leaders of black faith organizations, labor organizations, current and former judges, and social activist groups told reporter Corey Schaefer that the stark difference between the sentences damaged the credibility of the criminal justice system. They're calling on judges to join an Ohio Supreme Court pilot project that would create a public database to make transparent how judges sentence defendants and provide guardrails on judicial discretion that results in unequal justice. Revelations that Sam Randazzo was hired to run the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio without first disclosing the millions of dollars he'd recently been paid by First Energy, one of the companies he was supposed to regulate, raise questions about the vetting process for PUCO nominees. Now that First Energy has admitted paying Randazzo a $4.3 million bribe in exchange for favorable state treatment, Advocates have renewed calls to reform the commission appointment process, including proposing electing commission members are taking other steps to limit utility influence on the commission. One idea, forcing nominees to disclose all payments they have received from those they would regulate. The editorial board of Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer enthusiastically endorsed Justin Bibb for mayor of Cleveland Sunday, saying no one has worked harder to understand the city's challenges or has a better chance of attracting the powerhouse cabinet needed to meet those challenges. The board also called on voters not to cast their ballots for former mayor Dennis Kucinich, saying his strategy to hire 400 additional police officers would erase the city's budget reserves, is not sustainable, and is not the solution to the city's violence issues. The board commended candidate Kevin Kelly for some of the work he has done as city council president, but wondered why he did not use that position to bring about the solutions he says he would champion if elected mayor. A new study from Harvard University suggests Ohio's Vax a Million lottery was successful in getting more than 100,000 additional Ohioans to get in line for the COVID-19 vaccines, contradicting a less rigorous study by the Boston University School of Medicine, which found no increase. 
Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and others called the previous study flawed, and on Friday, DeWine used the new study to encourage county health boards to institute their own incentives to persuade more people to become vaccinated. He credited Franklin County for its incentive plans. The new study used official COVID case and vaccination data from the CDC and demographic data from the Census Bureau to assess the Vaximillion lottery's effects. In May and June, Ohio conducted a weekly lottery for Ohioans who had received at least one COVID-19 shot. The state gave out weekly prizes of $1 million for adults and college scholarships for people ages 12 to 17. The incentive program cost the state about $5.6 million. With health officials recommending that all students and teachers wear masks this school year to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, and parents in some districts dead set opposed to that idea, comes news that unmasked, unvaccinated children who are exposed to the virus likely will be quarantined at home for two weeks. Many school districts had settled on plans to make masks optional, but now are racing to reassess their strategies based on the recent rapid spread of the Delta variant of the virus and the new health board recommendations on mask wearing and quarantines. Children begin returning to the classrooms over the next few weeks. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.